you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you. And folks, this is a heady subject. This is one of these subjects that just pushes you up against the wall and gets you yelling out to God and saying, help me. We've been talking about brokenhearted. This is brokenhearted too. And Kevin shared his story with us about a narcissist who came into his life and systematically attacked his family, systematically went after that. We got to remember, as we were talking about a little while ago, the Lord's right next to us. He's nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save as such as be of a contrite spirit and to be contrite is that remorseful, God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I got here. I, 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 you know, I'm contrite so much, folks. I'm I'm actually out of part sometimes during the day. If if I early in the morning I get up and I go exercise or something, sometimes I look up to God and I say, God, I and and truly with all my heart, I am remorseful. And I know some of you have been there with us as well. And then we we talked about how this dear brother uh, systematically hurt Kevin, hurt his family, hurt immediate family, but one by one, how God brought him back into the fold. But we're not surprised by this. We remember uh, last week as we were talking about 2 Timothy chapter 3, this know also that in the last day perilous times shall come, um, and for men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, Bus boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minders, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. God is warning us. He's saying in the next verse, for this sort are which creep into our houses and lead captive silly women uh, with laden sins and led away with divers lust, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. And, and and folks, I say all that to say this, we've been there. And I know a lot of you have been there today, but there's some really great news. And uh, we said that as we were talking yesterday, come on to me, those of us who are heavy, that word heavy in the Bible talks about depressed, down in a bad place, in that ditch, in that terrible place. And so today, as we move forward, I want to talk about about 16 or 20 people I'm working with, and they all fall into this category where, they, where they're dealing with church pain and, and family hurt and different things of that level. But there's church pain. Uh, for instance, I had a young man, this happened about a year and a half ago, moved out west, moved way across the country uh, with his dear wife and young child. And uh, just to come under this pastor who was going to take care of them. And they, so they employed he and his wife. And when they get out there, they decided they weren't employing his wife. Now, this story is told over and over again, folks. So if it hits someone else close to home, it doesn't mean to be. This guy, I actually think, will come on the broadcast with us here in a week or two. But by the time he got out there, this man was underappreciated, unwanted, broke, not having enough money to do anything. And then this particular man of God, in a term which I use very, very lightly and almost in a sardonic manner, um, started this smear campaign. And so, folks, I guess 
what we will look at right now is when that happens, when the world seems upside down, when God seems far away from you, when those people you put your trust in, with those people you love, with those people you've invested in, you've spoke life to, you prayed for, you cared about, you moved across the country, you mortgaged everything you have in life to be part of that. When those people hurt you, and sometimes they will, we do the same thing, right, Kevin? We just go right back. We come on to him. He knows we have a broken heart. We get real close, like it says in Psalm 34. Uh, we get so close, and, you know, my life verse is this poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. And we know that it's talking, too, about our, our you know, feeling spiritually down low, but he'll save us through these things. And so, what you know, what I said to this young man, and, and, and Kevin, I want you to talk on this, and what I told him and his dear bride as they uh, moved to the Midwest this last winter, I said, you're still the same people. You're still loved greatly by God. You're still trained wonderfully by a Bible college. Your credit card debts are high. This guy's tried to smear you. But can I tell you, above all this, you got a Savior who threw a trial at you that he's not going to waste. Somewhere along the way, you guys are going to be rock stars when it comes to working with people who hurt. Uh, Everybody's going to watch you. I mean, Kevin, you've seen this. You've lived through this. I mean, what do you say to those in the midst of this? Yeah. You know, it's so helpful when I talk to people that, that have been through this kind of thing that, that the scripture has already foreseen these kind of individuals and my narcissist fits into the, fits into the framework of scripture. There's, it's, it's nothing, you know, I see, I see King Saul there, you know, narcissism, the word is, is more, obviously more, more recent than scripture, but the idea of having extreme self-importance, believing that you're so special and unique that no one else matters ultimately, or exaggerating your talents, um, you know, having, uh, exploiting others, thinking about yourself most of the time, putting your, you know, putting yourself first, you know, when those things become uh, a person's, you know, template of looking at other people, then they're, they're, they're narcissists. But this, you know, that's what happened to Saul. Saul went from small in his own eyes to someone that was crystallized uh, uh, that, that he had to protect his reputation, his self view, his view before people, his, his image, uh, so jealously that, uh, it didn't matter how he hurt other people. And the, so the scriptures are very clear. You know, uh, we talked yesterday about broken, uh, broken, broken hearts. And one of the scriptures, I don't have it in front of me, but was, um, when I looked up, you know, the, the topic of broken hearts, one of the scriptures was, I think it was Jeremiah said, my heart is broken because of the prophets, because of, excuse me, what they're saying and how they're getting away with it. And I think one of the hardest things of dealing with, you know, my narcissist, or it sounds like you're a narcissist and this other guy's narcissist is when they, 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 they get the microphone for a while. And they do not relinquish it easily. They jealously protect it. And they want to, 
suppress all opposition by by forcing that microphone. And I get help, and I help others by looking at the scriptures. Uh, Jude chapter one has a lot about these people. In fact, Jude, Second Peter, and then you mentioned. Timothy, where Paul talked to Timothy about the, the wicked times to come. Well, we're in that wicked day where narcissism is just all over the place, and they make it into the ministry. So in Jude chapter 1, it says in verse 15 that God, the Lord cometh with his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them. So who's the ungodly? These are people described in this case as uh, with ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches, with which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. So these are people that are in your face, and they will stand there and look at you and lie or assail something that is that is good and right and holy, and they'll call it evil. And, and, you know, this kind of, um, this, this kind of attitude, this kind of word is, is what Jesus warned about. He said, you know, the blasphemy against the Holy spirit is about the lowest you can get because you're taking the, the actions of Christ and attributing them to the devil. So if you take something that God is involved in, and then in order to make yourself look good and protect your reputation, you, you know, as they were, as they say, throw shade on it. You, you try to not only just distance yourself, but you try to make it look like it's the devil. There's a brother. That's a, that's a evidence of narcissism. And you know, my heart is broken because of the prophets. My, I, I'm just broken hearted when I see some people on Facebook or someone yeah. on, on someplace like that, where they just, it's they're they're, how can you say it? They're party line, uh, preachers and they just want to make the brethren happy that maybe they're looking for a better job somewhere else. And they're trying to get their image up. And I have no confidence in it because it hurts a lot of people because individuals that come under them, you know, uh, well, what's it say in Romans 16, 18 for they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. So these are individuals that are well-spoken and my narcissist, extremely well-spoken. And he had the ability to, in the beginning when I first met him to call me and complain about a member of my family. He did that a couple times and, <clears throat> and say, you know, this is terrible and make me feel like like literally I have failed with that individual and that both times it happened, I left thinking, wow, man, I, I really messed up. And it turned out that the things that he called me to accuse them of, he was the one guilty. Hey, hang so, hold that, hold that thought here for a minute. Hey folks, we'll yeah. be right back with you. Hang with us. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. So, brother, he was making accusations against you that were actually what he was actually doing, I guess is what you're saying here. 
Yeah, well, in this case, he was calling me up and and accusing a couple other members of my family. Um, uh, one was his wife, who um, is my daughter. Um, anyway, and then the other uh, was another one of my children. And in both cases, it was put to me in a way that it was so convincing. You know, call me simple. <laughs> For good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. But, but brother, this is someone that had cameras in his house to uh, watch the kids. And this is someone that had cameras in his house, even while I was at church, to, to watch uh, one of my kids. And, uh, uh, brother, it's just it, not a good situation. Not a, not a modest situation. Yeah. Not a moral situation. So, anyway, it's, it's painful. So, this subject of broken heart is very near and dear to me. I thank God again that the Lord Jesus, no one had a heart broken like his heart. No one understands. There is not a friend like the lowly Jesus. There's a reason he's called the lowly. Uh, He's meek and lowly in heart because he is willing to be assailed, blamed for everyone else because he loved us so much. Yeah, and I, I'm reminded that persecutions, afflictions, which came on to me at Antioch or Iconium at Lystra, what persecutions I've, I endured, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Folks, there's Amen. been one constant thread or theme throughout um, Kevin's message over these last couple days, and that common thread is God brought me through, God got me through, and uh so, and, and I think, you know, if there's, if there's one thing that I can point to as I listen to people's narcissistic stories and how narcissism has affected them and how narcissistic people have hurt them, it's always like whatever they did wrong, whatever was wrong about them, whatever was, you know, just as a log in their eye. I mean, whatever that was, they would try to turn that around and put it on people. You see, those who are without God, those who are ungodly, those who are trying to take a point, what they try to do, and you can watch this with Putin right now and what's going on with Ukraine, is they try to turn everything around to make it look like they're the savior. They're the person that can come along on the white horse wearing the white hat and change the entire day, year, and lifetime for a family. You've got to understand these people, we, we talked about them in the Bible, that they're traitors, they're, they're heady, they're high-minded, they're lovers of pleasures more than lover of, lovers of God. So they put themselves in a position where they want to be recognized. They have to have that patriarchal uh, patriarchal authority or that matriarchal authority. They, they have to be the person that is looked to for the answers. They have to be the person that carries with them, um, the answer to all your problems. So if you don't have problems that are obvious, they'll give you a call and say, boy, your kids are messed up and you did this to them. Uh, you know, and how do I know they did it to them? That doesn't matter. Your kids are messed up and you did this to them. Or they'll call you up and say, hey, your life's messed up. My life was so much better before you. But if you get your life together, we can really make a difference together. Can I tell you something, friends? You'll never be good enough. You'll never be well-spoken enough. You'll never be skinny enough. You'll never be pretty enough. You'll never be good-looking enough. You'll never say the right things enough. You'll never be a good preacher enough. None of those things are going to work. So if you go back to the story that I started with, with that young man and his wife who 
went, yes, went uh, west, young man, um, out to California to work for this pastor whose life was blown up. Their, their little baby and them, I mean, their life completely left in shreds. And you say, well, Brother Doug, how can something like that happen? Because there's people out there without natural affection, they're truce breakers, they're false accusers, they're incontinent, they're fierce, they're despisers of those that are good. And when they see something good, when they see the real deal, it messes with the demons that are inside of them. I've seen this happen a hundred times. It sets off the demons in these people. When somebody's good and honest and right, and we're not running from something, you know, we, we don't have a relationship that we have to run and hide from people from. Well, we have a relationship with God that we can put on the movie screen and say, this is us. This is the way we're living. And I don't understand what this guy is saying. And, and, and a lot of you at this point are saying, well, Doug, what do we do in the midst of that? We go to God and we tell the truth. In the middle of my narcissistic attack, my pastor down here at Morningside Baptist Church said, Doug, just tell the truth. Point people to God and tell the truth. Friends, I'm here to tell you, you're not going to win against somebody who's going to pick up the phone every 15 seconds, but you already have if you trust in Jesus Christ. You're not going to win an ungodly argument because you're godly. The spirit inside of you drives a godly spirit. The spirit inside of you represents our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The spirit inside of you has sealed you for all eternity. And when you start dealing with people of a different spirit, who have demons inside of them, who have a, and folks, I don't care what you tell me. I believe that most of these people who are like this are not saved. I don't care whether they're pastors or not. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that people sealed with the Holy Spirit of God will go out of their way to ruin lives. But I know the answer, Kevin. The answer is look to God and tell the truth. Always tell the truth. And whatever you do, don't get involved in some ungodly, demonic argument back and forth. I mean, what are you thinking, brother? Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no sense in, um, stooping down to the level of your narcissist. They, they are trying to bring you down to make themselves look good. And so, so they if say, I, Hey, gone, look, look, he's doing it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. No, 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 that's good. Um, you know, if I had, for instance, I mean, the, I had temptation. I won't, I'm not going to say I didn't have temptation to go up. And I remember at one point, when I realized that some of my family were being roped into uh, a narcissistic situation and um, particular one, the one, the one through marriage, um, I thought, well, I, you know, I'm going to go up, you know, the thought crosses your mind of violence. I thought, well, if I go up, maybe I can, you know, start punching them and then he'll pull out a gun and shoot me and I'll go to heaven and he'll go to prison. And then my kids will come out the better, but, uh, but, the Lord said, let me handle this. The arm of the flesh will fail you. You dare not trust your own. So I, I, I'm just thankful. Yeah. I didn't get into the, uh, back and forth thing. In fact, <clears throat> when I was on uh, Facebook, you know, I use Facebook as a tool. I tried to, and, uh, there were some people that were, had some legitimate questions about something and I can't remember what it was. So I chimed in with an answer and my narcissist who happened to be trolling, um, I don't know if he was trolling me or this other individual just got on behind me and, you know, to, in answer to my comment, trying to help that individual, by the way, that individual said, thank you for the comments. The comments were very good. And, um, the narcissist, my narcissist came with his comments and just totally 
just accused and put all kind of garbage. And I just remember saying, God, should I bring it on now? And I just knew, I just knew I, that I was above that. I was above a social media, you know, the spirit of God in me was above a social media Amen. F- uh, foray. But, um, even at one point he said, I'm waiting for him to answer. And you know, and if he doesn't answer, this proves my point. And I just remember thinking, uh, realizing God saying, don't even honor him with a response to that. And so what I did is I called the individual that he was actually trying to groom and, and, and the individual I, I called, uh, it was a, it was a woman, but I called her husband and I just said, uh, you know, just want you to know that there was this comment going back and forth and I, and I want you to, you know, know my side of the story here. And so it went, it went very well. It went very well. He and I are, are still on good terms, but, um, but here, here we go. The, the Bible does say that if we are a true victim of someone else's deceit and lies, folks, and I hate to do abuse, this to you again, but here we are up against the time this happens every day, but we're not giving up on this. Hang with us. Come back tomorrow. Broken heart three. I promise you we'll wrap the broken heart one up and move forward from there. We sure do love you folks. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, Understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.